Welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. We just finished The Boys, Amazon's newest TV show, based on the comic book series written by Gareth Ennis and Derek Robertson. We're discussing the show's grotesque amount of violence, the world in which people idolize false prophets, and answering the age-old question, was it good? Bros. Nice. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm, was I'm, it uh, good? I'm slightly hyped up on green tea. Wow. And so I want to talk about shifting uh, our focus. I'm kidding. We're not doing that. Oh, every time you have caffeine, you want to shift the focus. I do. Let's just stay within that one area and focus on this, which is about the boys. Fair enough. So let's jump in. Mm. One word impressions, a thing that we like to do to kind of give our impression nice. <laughs> of the show. <laughs> nice. Right? Yeah. That's, one word that's impression. accurate. Nice. You know, Can you describe the one word impression with one word? Unprepared. <laughs> Every time we do this, and it's not like I don't know that this segment's coming. Mm. I'm gonna let you both know a secret. I don't prepare before. I uh, just kind of jump in blind. I usually do the same, but for blind. this one, I had sh- strong feelings, and so I actually did prepare. Yeah, you you actually like wrote notes down. Yes, and yeah. this is a first. So, Christian, let's let's start with you. What was your one word impression? My one word impression, and it's also going to be my hot take. Wow, twofer. Network. Network. This show. Network. Was 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 a touch better than a network television show. You take away the swearing, uh, how good visually it looked, right, and uh, and some of the world building aspects. This show was no better than The Arrow. Wow, do, 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 or do, The Flash. Do, 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 do. That's interesting. Because and so I'm going for network, and uh, wow. because this show was on, the show uh, came out on a subscription. Base platform, uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. You must be an Amazon Prime member to, to watch the show. Uh, it, it should have been more than that. And so network is my one word impression. That's interesting. And we'll jump more into that, as you said, it's your hot take, because I already have a couple of things I want to mm-hmm. jump in. But we'll move down, down later in the show. We'll jump into our hot take section, mm-hmm. uh, which is where we kind of dissect someone's hot take based on what we're talking about. So that's later in the show. But continuing on with the one word impression uh arjuna what what is your one word impression for uh the boys i'm gonna go with rip off rip off interesting Mm, yes can you kind of explain why you would say rip off yeah because it kind of it it, to me it came off in certain parts as a wannabe watchman i want to be watchman yeah it's a show that wanted to take the Watchmen, mm-hmm. uh, the you know the infamous graphic novel, the movie, that the soon to becoming HBO TV show, uh, and really explore this premise of you know unchecked superheroes, and it felt like at times, in good ways and bad ways, a ripoff of The Watchmen, um, and I don't know if you know I, we'll discuss if they nailed it or if they didn't. Um, but yeah, it, it just you know, especially when I saw this show, like when I saw the the trailers for the show and everything, I was like, oh, this is a Watchmen ripoff. And I, you know, if it, if I've been left to my own devices, I probably wouldn't have watched the show. But you guys had expressed interest in watching it. I was like, all right, we're going to do a pod. I'll give it a chance. Uh, but to me, since the beginning, it has been a a ripoff. Also, like the, I mean, it's it's just the parallel to Justice League in terms of the actual characters and their superpowers. Sure. Is, it was like the seven. direct. Direct ripoff. Like, it's interesting so. that you would say it's a ripoff. 
Clearly. Um, have you guys looked in at all? Excuse me. Have you looked at any information on the graphic novels that this is based on? No. Not too much. Okay. So not, not too much. So the big thing with the graphic novels, based on your point of it being a ripoff, it's supposed to be a ripoff. Right. Right. It's supposed to be a ripoff because the um, Gareth and uh, Derek Garth. Garth. Wow, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> it's okay. Names are hard. Garth Names. Can are I hard. just call people like what I want to call them? Call them Potato Man. Potato Man and Potato Man. Anyway, these two writers, they, they did express the whole kind of idea was to rip off the whole superhero troop, trope. Sure. Is that, am I saying that right? Trope. Uh, trope. trope. Trope, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian, can you define the word trope for us? Trope is just like a niche, not niche, uh, like a genre or theme or, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, something that unifies several works. There we go. There we go. Uh, so for my one word impression, I'm going to go with my favorite word of all time, which was... Yawn. Really? Yawn, yes. Yawn. Um, and mm. the reason I use the word yawn to express how I felt about this show, it's, it's eight episodes. And I'm going to try and tie this in. I'm kind of going out for a stretch here. But, like, with a yawn, you start off, you know, at the, the peak. You know, you're like, oh. You feel it coming. You feel it coming, yeah. right? It's not there just yet, but you feel it coming. So at the very beginning, I felt the yawn coming, mm-hmm. where I was somewhat interested. It's like a little bit different from yeah. what I've been seeing the last couple of days or weeks or whatever in terms of TV shows. And at the very middle, it's like the peak. Your, your mouth is the biggest. Wide the open. wide open. And, t- and taking the and air. And taking the air and everything. And then by the end, the yawn has kind of closed up and you're kind of you're just done with it it ends with a sigh it ends <sighs> with a sigh exactly yeah mm. so I, I say yawn and not in a positive light but as in a it, you know it, it it caused boredom if that makes sense okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yawn. yawn that was great that was, that was good. good right so this comes up to what's the sentence oh, oh, oh we have the sentence that is uh, network it doesn't, it doesn't really make a sense it does network rip off yawn a rip off get <laughs> network yawn a rip a rip off net let network you on. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. It's interesting. It's a little different. Bizarre, <laughs> I would say. Definitely bizarre. My other one word would have been amateurish. Oh, really? Wow. I wouldn't say it was amateurish. Uh did you watch Woo Assassins? That that's yeah, amateurish. That what the hell is Woo Assassins? The new Netflix series that we are uh spoiler, not going to be <laughs> uh doing a review on because it's it is so that good. bad. Well, I mean that to be honest, things that are that bad would probably make the most entertaining. Well, the issue would be games. getting through all eight episodes. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Woo Assassin? Woo Assassin. It's, like, it's as bad as, um, do you remember that terrible Netflix um, Marvel Fist? thing called the uh, Iron Fist? It's that worse. bad? It's that bad. Maybe slightly worse, actually, because there's like no characters that you know of. Mm-hmm. So you have no pre-whatever care. Yep. And then in this, it's just it's just it's just not good. It's also there's like 20 minutes in, you think the show's going one way, and then something else completely happens, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I mean, that could be a good thing, but anyway, we're getting off. Yeah. yeah right, right, right. So well, the reason I would use amateurish is uh, I think some of the uh, I think visually, you know, I think they did a good job with the show. Like it, it does have a higher budget, and like Krishna said, you know, you remove some of that shininess. Uh, it's a network show, but I, I think going with that network theme. Some of the dialogue, some of the character development was sure. very amateurish uh, and not great. Mm-hmm. But we'll get we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. get there. We'll we'll bring up. So our next section is we do a what happened. We do this not for you all, but for us because we have short term memories and we forget things. <laughs> and we have our Juno, the producer here. Uh, he writes this because um, he loves the English language. He also has a childlike uh, imagination. 
<laughs> I did it. I did it slightly differently. As there's eight episodes, right. I did an episode title for each mm. episode. From your perspective. From my perspective, nice. of what happened in each episode. So right, each. So there are eight episodes. We'll start with episode one, and our junior called episode one splat. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, going through the show here. Um, we kind of start. We start out where what's his name? A train smashes into the main. Huey's. Do we call him a protagonist or antagonist? Huey's the protagonist because it's from the show is from his perspective. Mostly, so the main yeah. protagonist, his girlfriend, gets um, splattered all over the fastest uh, character in the show. So Spoiler alert, by the way. But yes, <laughs> sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this duh. is episode fifty-one. Of was it good? If you don't know, we spoil shit. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, episode two, blowing up invisible man, or excuse me, blowing up invisible people. That's just one person, right? Yeah. Why would you say invisible people? People uh, implies more than one. Yeah. It was one person. Well, maybe there's more than one. What? Because he's in multiple pieces. Junior, uh, you. Uh, it's a meta joke. Failed. Uh, this. So. Person, person. We're gonna. Re- Invisible yeah. person. Blowing up yeah, invisible yeah. person. I think yeah. that's what you meant. Episode three, The Big Race. Mm. Yeah, that was a good episode. Oh, she was, no. <laughs> Very ESPN-like. <laughs> it was It was interesting. More like bootleg ESPN. It, yeah. Amateurish ESPN. Oh, yeah. The Ocho. Oh, it's the Ocho. God. Episode four, the new addition to the squad. What? Why would you? Why? I, I should have put to the boys. That's where um the... The girl who doesn't say anything. Uh, oh, she joins the crew. Yeah, that's, that's when right. they first meet her and everything. Episode five, religious camp. Surprisingly, that was actually. I thought that episode was the most interesting. It was a high point. It was definitely a high point because it was actually bringing in this idea of like there are super superheroes, mm-hmm. and then there's also you know people of religion, and then the two kind of tying in. Yeah, but we'll get into like what does that all mean. Uh, episode six, I see dead people. Kid is all grown up. Yes, the actor that played the kid Haley from Joel S- Osment. Yes, yeah. he's in as, this from the Sixth Sense. From the Sixth Sense, as Mesmer. Mesmer. Yeah, it's a mind reading. Uh, yeah, grabs a person, is able to kind of see everything about you. Former like child star, child star in this world. Which yeah. is perfect for that actor. Episode seven, everything goes to shit. Literally, what, was there actual poop in that episode? No. Oh, well, then how is it literally that everything went to shit? Because it just is. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Episode eight, more characters die and a plot twist. Yeah. It did. It ended on a cliffhanger. The um, What was his name? Uh, The butcher. Mm-hmm. His wife. Still alive. Still alive dun, with dun, a dun. kid. With a kid. That's not his kid. That's that's Supposedly. Uh, Homelander's kid. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Well, doesn't his eyes yep. light up at the end? Yeah, it's it's Supposedly. No, no. We saw the we saw the, the eyes light up. So, so that's kind of what happened. That's yeah, the overall that's plot the show. of the thing. That's yeah, the yeah. show. Boom. That's it. Was it good? Well, <laughs> we're gonna end it now. So based on what we all remember, I already kind of said what my favorite part was, which was episode five, the religious camp. And like I said, the big reason there that I kind of enjoyed it was because yeah, there are superheroes in this world. There are about two hundred plus registered superheroes, mm-hmm. um, all from a corporation, all American. Um, they're fl- running around, have powers, are able to do certain things, and it's a very kind of corporate-run business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's interesting with that episode is it's revealed that the church, um, the religious group that they have, 
they used that as a way to actually build and make these superheroes, right. which was kind, of, which is fascinating, especially in this day and age where it's, you know, we know that churches are tax free. There are definitely some weird, shady things that are done oh, yeah. there. So it kind of ties it in nicely to a real world example of how you're able to move and do certain things. It also feels, it also felt felt realistic. Like if you if you take a if you take super powered powered humans, I think uh, an obvious reaction would be one of religiousness. You know, like someone being like, oh, it's supernatural. Clearly, it's a gift or a curse. Or a curse, yeah. Depending on what side of the fence you are, you know, from a, uh, a higher being, right? And the fact that the show subverts that, where you actually learn where the powers actually come from, you know, we always have this science versus religion debate. So I thought, and actually that leads really nicely into my favorite part of the show, which is the world building, the overall concept. was this really strong, powerful idea. Uh, the show, the show did did do a good job of um, building this world and pulling us into it. You know, with uh, what was the name of the corporation? The oh, that's a good question. I forget what the name of it is, but you know, the the, the overall superhero company. Um, how people view these heroes? A vot. There we go. Yeah. How America seems to have uh, a monopoly on on these superheroes and. And by having these superheroes, what that means for everyday life, how that affects everything, really. Yeah. And I thought, I thought the the concept and the idea behind it was really strong. So the world building was my favorite part. Yeah. So I, now you're excited for season two? No. <laughs> what, well, was well, your, yeah. what was your favorite part, Gina? Uh I'm actually going to go with uh, episode the end of episode two where they kill Translucent. I thought that was the high point for me of the show. Mm. Just because, you know, you had this whole conflict of, you know, end of episode one. They fight him. They, you know, they think they might kill him, but then they don't. And then they're, they're trying to figure it out. And, and you're just wondering, you know, it's almost like they're backed into a corner at this point, right? It's just three regular guys have one of the, you know, the Justice League, right? One mm-hmm. of the seven, you know, uh, Homelander is right outside, like right before, you know, you're, you're building up to this climax and it just seems like, you know, for the character of Huey, he's just this ordinary, scared guy who had, like, you know, it has worked at a video store for most of his life. He's, you know, in episode one, you see he's afraid to even ask his boss for a raise. Uh, and so you see this nice arc of him Killing this guy, right? Like they, he literally blows him up. Yeah. Um, gets him all over himself. And he gets a, gets him all over himself. And and at that point, I was excited for the show. I was like, wow, this yeah. is cool. We're gonna see like this character and how he's gonna develop and like really change. And I was, and that's where I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, yeah. you know, this show has been first two episodes like hasn't been perfect. But I'm like, I really like where this is going. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of fell went off the rails. It didn't get it didn't it didn't get where I wanted it to go yeah. after that point. I would agree because uh. When they blow up translucent, the way it was done was also kind of funny. Like there's a, a bomb yep. shoved up his ass. Yep. Yeah. And Huey's got the trigger right there, and I think most of us are like, "Yeah, he's probably not going to do it, right?" But right. then he does, and you're like, "Oh, that's refreshing." And you know, <laughs> there's blood everywhere, and you're like, and then you realize like that guy's butt is everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that guy is out. everywhere, everywhere. He's like, yeah. disgusting. He dead. He gone. Yeah. He gone. He he's not going to be in the next season. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. So let's move on to least favorite parts of everything. I'll go here. Oh, really? I, I thought it was the host. So decided who went next. Oh, that's fine. That's fair. Go ahead. Arjuna, you can go. Nice. No, I just can't. Go I'm ahead. Punished. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, which one is my least favorite here? I've wow, got he's several. got a whole list. Um, oh okay, I'm gonna go with the characters. 
the the characters were the my least favorite part for one reason they felt like the first day of creative writing uh they felt like the first day of assignment oh create a character give them one flaw and one strength and you know that's how you start creating characters right right and it feels like they create these characters and then never went beyond day one of creative writing. <laughs> Every single character seems to have one flaw and one strength and nothing else. They are the most one-dimensional characters I think I've seen in a long time. We can go down the list, right? Sure. Uh, Homelander. His flaw is that he's a megalomaniac. <laughs> his one redeeming trait, his childhood sucked. And that makes him like somewhat redeeming. Translucent. What is his strength? He reads people really well. His flaw, he's a pervert. Uh, A-Train. Um, you know, you just go down the list, right? But aren't they su- – I think they were supposed to be designed that way so that you hate them. No. What I'm saying is you can, like you, can, you, can hate, you can hate characters, but you hate them more when they're complex. Look at Game of Thrones, right? Okay. We, we like to love shit on, shit on Game of Thrones, but at least every character had shades to them, right? They had several things to them. These characters had one or two things to them. Like uh, – what's her name? Starlight? Um she is a, she's really good morally. Her flaw, she's really naive, and that's the only two sides of each character that we ever got. Well, but she also has like dad issues because her dad abandoned her. Okay, yeah, that was mentioned like one. I mean, that feeds into it a little bit, but the characters to me felt flat and one-dimensional. I thought the characters, and also that led, and therefore that led into their really that they were they were flat. Like the dialogue was flat. If honestly you take out and also the use of swear words in this show, it felt like they were just thrown into add shock value. But to me, it came off like childlike. Like nobody says fucking that much that many times in a real life conversation. So that pulled me out as well. The the dialogue and the characters were just I'd say I we, just couldn't get into it. I say we challenge Christian to drop the f bomb as many times as we can. No, because I could. No, I no, could, no, but no, it would you, it would you, come you, it came out it would come across as how fake. How fucking dare you, you fucking. Fuck. Yeah, like sometimes you'd be watching this thing and all of a sudden Homelander drops the F word. You know, like, fucking, right? And I'm just like, that wasn't necessary and it just pulled me out. I'm like, and it seemed like they, they the, the writing was bad and the, the characters were bad. So they would try and throw in these swear words to add emotion, to right. add fake emotion. I think some of the, I think, I think it's, it's sad because you had some good actors in there and I think they tried their best. Yeah. With some wait, of the wait. performances, so you guys don't think Homelander was great? Like I, I thought he I, did an amazing I, job. I, I, li- I like I liked the actor and what he did. I just wish he had better material to work with. Like Absolutely. I thought, I thought that the actor they got to play Homelander and what they were going for to be it was like perfect. It was perfect, and I think he like it, it, when he wasn't talking and like and everything and doing the movements, like more of the stuff the actor can control. Yeah, he was great. You know what I mean? Like just some of the facial expressions, some of like the intimidation, yeah. his reactions were great. But it's when he had his kind of the, when you had the talk show, it was, it was terrible. I'm like, it that's when it great. came across as amateurish and network and and, and like, network, right? With some swear words thrown in. That's so, exactly what it felt like. But Carl, the thing though yeah. with Homelander, right, is he was he was. It's revealed that he his childhood was like in a lab, essentially, right? Yeah, he has. Touché. Yeah, he has basically. To me, his character came across as a man child, right? Yeah. yeah, where he is unstoppable. He has nothing, and his life is kind of like a yawn. Yeah. And the fact, though, like, the, the, the another part that I really enjoyed was when it's revealed that he was the one that gave terrorists the blue uh, compound yeah. 52 or whatever sure. and built himself his own villains. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. And how that scene kind of played out, I truly was like, I didn't see that coming. That, I th- thought it was the uh, the girl from uh, 
box bot. Yeah, for sure. Bot. Right. But and so to me, the the strength of that is the world building. Right. The weakness though is and the idea around that is really cool. The concept is awesome. The execution for me was lacking. As in like that all that stuff is great. The the lines that he has to deliver and just the the But look at it this way. If if Homelander is, for all intents and purposes, he is a man child. Mm-hmm. Right? So Forget that he is a fully grown adult male. Yeah. And that imagine it's a child. So you're saying that his the lines that he is given yes. is that of like a child. Correct. Them. Yeah. Yeah, but he's I, just I, a I blood. Would he's a I would blood. Buy, no, no. And a, I would have bought that yeah. if every other character yeah. had better lines to deliver and weren't put into the same situation. I, I then I, I think that would have made Homelander just as as it's powerful and believable. There were some lines that Starlight delivered yep. that I was like, oh my yeah. God, I can't believe, like, this is like, it's like a, I don't know, it's like network television. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I mean, specifically Huey and Starlight, uh, going back to the Watchmen analogy, remind me a lot of Night Owl and uh, Silver Spectre, where they're just kind of like the protagonist characters, but they're like the least interesting, mm. most flat uh, type of characters that you have there. I'm, I'm much more interested in the rest of the boys, right? Like I, I really, you know, I, like one, I mean, Carl Urban's a great actor. Um, I like a lot mm. of the stuff he's in. And I thought, you know, he embodied who that character was. Again, I think he was failed by a lot of shitty dialogue. That kind of had to be delivered, but I I believed a lot of his performance. Like I thought he played this man who's lost so much and has nothing to lose, um, a lot in the show. Uh, like Frenchie and mother, like Frenchie's Frenchie's story, I thought was cool, and then they just made him kind of obsessed with the you know the other part of their team, and that kind of felt annoying to me because I I thought he was an interesting character his first few episodes before mm-hmm. she comes in and uh, Mother's Milk was another character, you know, where he had the family dynamic and trying to keep it separate, I thought was interesting. I wish, you know, those are characters I wish had had more to do instead of just kind of, like Christian said, these flat dynamics of, like, here's your one redeeming trait and here's your one other. Yeah, it felt like, I don't know, it just felt like certain qualities of these characters were just hammered at you, right? you know? And I'm just like, give us some more subtlety, you know? I don't know. It just just felt, like, I, I, I keep saying it. Also, I'm really hyped up on caffeine right now. I'm like, <laughs> oh my I'm like kind of jittery. Oh my but, uh, god. Arjuna, uh, what was your least favorite part? Uh, I think for me, my least favorite part has to be a sp- one specific character, uh, and I have a rant about this later. But it's the deep. Uh, no, no, throw your rant into. So I'll throw my rant in here. Uh, like his arc, especially in the second half of the show, made no sense. <laughs> I was very confused by it. Yeah. I. I I still question why they even bothered with scenes with him. Yeah. Like it, it didn't it, it didn't, didn't do pay, anything. It didn't pay off in any way. It didn't actually add to the story in any way. Well, uh, the story right now, I think he's going to be integral in season 2. I, which I think right. we're jumping at. I mean, I've I've got a crazy theory too about season 2, sure. but I think it's building towards something there. Yeah, but even with a show like yeah. you 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 still need some type of there still needs to be some indication of where it's going. To me, it um, this is what it felt like. It felt like I was watching a commercial <laughs> within the show of this really bad superhero. Like, if that makes any sense, yeah. right? Like it, it didn't even it didn't match the tone. It didn't match anything that was going on in the show. You know what I mean? Like when he's in the middle of the country and he's like, "You suck," and he's shaving his hair and stuff. It's like, 
I don't under like what does this have to do with anything that's yeah. going on in the show if right uh, now? He's completely separated from what they're doing, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like it almost feels like if they're doing something with him in season two, hold all these scenes for season two and have like a deep episode in season two of like this is what he was up to when he left, and then it leads into this or something. Just to sprinkle it in randomly in a season one with it not paying off with any of the arcs in season one that's going. But on. then it would have We're made sense confused. because he he played an integral part to Starlight's character, obviously in episode one. Sure. So it wouldn't make sense that all of a sudden you don't see this terrible human being. They set him up as a villain, and then he goes through this. But he's the least villainous of the the seven, which at, is in the end of the day. Up. You know what I mean? Right. And which is why I think I, it's building towards. Well, something. I think you could have done this. I think. If I was writing for the show or whatever, right? You so you have the same thing. He has a sexual assault of Starlight. He gets outed. He's been he's sent away. Right. Right. Once he's sent away, it, with the rest of the season one arc with what the boys are doing and trying to infiltrate and take down Homelander, he's not involved in that storyline right now so far. So have him sent away and stay away for the rest of season one. If he's reintroduced in season two because he comes back to the team or the boys recruit him or something like that. Bring him back and have an episode or a half episode or whatever that catches up on what he's done and show that character arc. To randomly put that in with no idea of where that's going is just too jarring to me as like a as a viewer and as a creative. It, it how does that serve like how does how does the scene of him shaving his head in that specific episode tell the story of that episode? It doesn't. It's just a complete distraction. And it almost comes off as like cheesy comic relief. Yeah, it felt ridiculous. Yeah. Which episode was that in? I think that was in seven or eight. Like, and then you don't see him again, right? Yeah. Like you, you. I think in the last few episodes, you have these moments of him, like at the gas station, people calling him a loser, and like you have him like go there, and then he's assaulted by the woman, right? Because like that she plays with his like fins, and then <laughs> his gills, his gills, right? Yeah. And and then you have the the shaving of his head scene, and like he's in the supermarket, and then the he tries to save the lobster, and it gets killed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have all these ridiculous scenes, and it's just. It was weird. It doesn't make any sense. I actually enjoyed most of those scenes, but for the wrong reasons. Because they felt they felt so different and, and ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I liked them because they were so bad, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it was so bad, it was good. Uh, so my yeah. least favorite part, oof, oof, which one to pick? <laughs> so many, so many parts that were just so silly. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Which one? The CGI. No, actually, I, uh, the CGI was pretty good for a, a network show. That's not a network show, though. That's the point. What did you think of the CGI when uh, What's-Her-Face's face melted? Oh, uh, oh Vought Lady? Yeah, Vought yeah. Lady. That was pretty disgusting. That actually. was, like, it's gross. Yeah. Uh, I think my least favorite part is actually going to be they – which character was it? I have to remember. This is hard when you're hosting and you're supposed to be answering questions and you can't remember. Mm. You should write notes. I should write notes. <laughs> I should write notes. Describe I think, the honestly, I think it's going to be Huey. Mm. Huey. Huey was kind of annoying. Yeah. He was annoying – which is fine because something traumatic had happened to him. <laughs> but then it oh got gosh. weird to me because he got over his girlfriend way too quick. What do you mean? He kept seeing her ghost. Right. But then he ends up sleeping with Starlight. And I get it. That whole thing felt fake. weird. Yeah. It, it just, felt it, weird. It felt, it, it's like they wanted here's, – here's what I think happened, right? They wanted to develop this thing with Huey and Starlight. But the writers knew, oh, the audience isn't going to accept that. So let's just have him keep seeing the ghost, and that's going to cause him to, like, the ghost of his dead girlfriend, right? And, yep. just, and that, felt again, felt thrown in yep. to to make you sympathize with Huey. 
and then accept that it's sort of slowing down him and Starlight. But not really, let's be honest. I mean, it was, again, it felt amateurish and networky and no. That whole relationship, like, it doesn't feel realistic. Like, they sat, they sat on a bench and then they just, like, continued this relationship. Yeah. And... They're just it's just it's it just, just confused. Like the, do you remember that one episode they have with Huey? Like he's in the bar and he's like childhood friend comes up to him and he's like, Hey man, I haven't heard from you in a long time. You never see that guy again. Yeah. Like like uh, some of the decisions in this show, like I just it almost felt like it was on the fly and and uh, like pivoting every episode, like yeah. with every writer, director and everything. It's just like, Oh, I know this is the direction of the show, but we're gonna do this <laughs> instead for oh, this episode. Man. And it just all felt disjointed. Let's move into to theories here to kind of keep it all together. Um, are we for theories here? I guess it's. I guess does anyone have a theory they want to start with? Because after this, I want to jump into kind of uh, our bold predictions for season two. Um, I mean, I, the biggest thing. Do you have one? No, go ahead. The biggest thing, obviously, is what's revealed in this show is that Compound Fifty Two is man-made. Yes, people aren't born with it. Maybelline. Um, <laughs> see what I did there? I did. Yeah. So this company, Vought, is creating superheroes, and then obviously Homelander is now creating supervillains, which I think is fan-fucking-tastic. But beyond that, I don't think there's anything too, too crazy in terms of theories. It's all kind of laid out for us. Well, one one question I think I have is, are there other superhero teams within the United States that are like not government-sanctioned or privatized? And are there some around the world? Right. Because well, n- I would say no, because remember, the big thing was um, the Vought lady was questioned by the secretary of defense sure. saying, how the hell did your product get out there uh, or how did another superhero come out there? So they know that the product is right. there that creates superheroes. But it's like the atomic bomb, right? Just because only one one place creates it first doesn't mean it doesn't get created later. So are there other other gov- like because wouldn't it be suspicious right, if, if the public believes that. People just start getting superpowers. Yeah, it would be weird if just Americans were the ones getting superpowers. Right? Yeah, but in somebody that, would have put yeah. the connection together. And I'm sure they've been taken out. But yeah, but I mean, just but I mean, but wouldn't I'm just saying. I'm sure. I feel like maybe I wonder if in this universe, other countries have developed their own compound, and there are other superheroes. You know, internationally, I'm sure I, that's going to be like whatever. a season two. You know, maybe. I mean, like. they would have. I feel like it would have been said somewhere. Like back on the idea of world building here, it was such a big like revelation that a terrorist has superpowers. I think it was a line. There was a line early on too, where it, the whole the whole idea of um, the government not sanctioning heroes to be in the military is that they're not needed. Well, and which and mean, money, which, right? Right, which means that. And I, I, think I, I think there's another line somewhere where it's like yeah. there are no heroes outside of America. Right. I, I'm almost positive it's it's in there. And back, it's just not super yeah. loud. And back to like, you know, to tie it into like real world events that just happened today, for example, with weird people doing weird things because government people don't want certain secrets coming out. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think it's one of those things where it's people probably in the back of their minds are kind of like, yeah, why are there only superheroes in the United States? But nobody's going to dig into it because nobody wants to know the truth. The truth yeah. is scary, so and and I think the show, yeah. yeah, the show kind of plays into that idea of like, I think people know, but nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. Bold predictions. Who's got one? I've got a crazy one. Let's go with yours. The crazy one that I have is that all of the characters in the seven are gearing up 
in some aspect where they're going to side with Starlight and Huey to go against Homelander, and that's going to be the only way that you can take down Homelander. Mm. Now, I read somewhere in Arjuna, correct me if I'm wrong, that this is going to only be three seasons. I well, not, I'm not sure if that's true. I read it that somewhere. I can't remember where, but I think the idea is that this is a three-season show, and then it's kind of done. That's good. Well, the comic, the comic, the series has a beginning, middle, and end. Right? Yep. It's not like a continuing comic book, like yeah. The Walking Dead, or you know something like Attack on Titan. I know that's like a manga, but coming to an end. But uh, if they've if they've planned the show out correctly, they they know how it's going to end and how long they would technically need. Yeah. Um, so I think three C. Se- I mean, that might make sense. I don't know how long the comic book is. Like how many? It's only nine episodes. Nine. Nine. nine issues. Not, issues. Yeah. Okay. So this might cover the first three. The first season might cover the first three, middle three, last three. You know, depending on if they go with those, you know, for the seasons. Right. That's. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, it sounds like then there's a, at least for me, I know a lot of people do like this show. But for me, maybe there's a little bit of redemption in that it's because it's self-contained. Right. You know, maybe maybe certain decisions were made for certain reasons, you know, for later on in the show. Like The Deep, for instance. Maybe. Right. You know, and like I said, I like that stuff with the deep for all the wrong reasons. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe I end up liking it for the right reasons, depending on what we see down the line. Right. So I don't know. It the boys. It's 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 interesting because I actually was very entertained by the show. Yeah. I just I don't know. I was entertained by it the same way that I'm entertained by some of the more ridiculous Rocky movies. Right. You know. Yeah, because I mean, to you know, to be transparent with our 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 listeners. Um, we watched the show pretty quickly. Like yeah. we watched, we in two watched days, I two think. days, in like a two or three Maybe, days. Yeah. So it it, ca- it at the very least it captured our attention enough yeah. to finish it and watch it quickly. Yeah, I mean, I know, and I know it, it seems like at least some of us are bashing it a lot, but the fact that we sat there for two to two days straight and watched the whole thing from beginning to end means it did keep our interest, and that w- it wasn't all bad. Yeah, clearly, right. So. We're not. We might. We might not be giving it the uh, the justice. The justice that it <gasps> deserves. But the Justice League. Yeah. The issues. The issues are still glaring and apparent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian, a bold prediction. Uh, I don't. I don't really have any. Uh, kind of like Ravi already said. I feel like what we got in the first season seems like it seems pretty obvious how it's gonna go. Yep. But. But that gives me. That's actually what gives me hope because I don't have a bold prediction and I don't have any theories. That I think that means I'm set up to be quite surprised, right? So I actually think that's a strong, that's a that's a good thing. I think so. Here's my bold prediction. You know, I think the show plays with morality a lot. I think they try to color every character as gray. I mean, Ravi even said at the beginning, like, is Huey a protagonist or an antagonist? Mm-hmm. Um, and while they didn't necessarily succeed in the show, I thought they tried. You know, they at least tried to do some interesting things, and I hope. You know, I don't know anything about the comic book. I don't know how... Yeah, uh, I don't want to read it. I don't know how, like, true to the material it is. And if any of our listeners out there or any people watching the live stream right now know, like, message us and let us know. Oh, the differences? I read a couple. Oh, okay. One of the biggest differences, actually, is that the uh, the boys, mm-hmm. uh, they actually use compound uh, V, or com- whatever the compound is, to... Uh, enhance themselves? Enhance themselves so that they can actually go toe-to-toe with some of the soups. So oh, that's, that's definitely season two. That maybe happens they in season two. They definitely bring that in. Cause I, I, well, I it happens right at the beginning. Yeah. Like, as they like first hire on Huey and stuff, they're taking it. Yeah, I'm guessing, though, because that was that was so obvious to me once you found Compound 2. I was waiting for Huey or the Butcher to take it. Right. So, I mean, that just seems so obvious. So, so that's my bold prediction. I think the true antagonist of the full show isn't Homelander. 
Mm. I'm going to go with – I think Billy Butcher will be the guy that hit Huey ends up fighting at the end, right? I think he's the guy that holds him back the most, and there will be – the show will end maybe in season two or maybe in season – I think there will be some type of reckoning between the two, and I think – I think um, – I think some characters on the seven will join like Huey's team. And I wonder if like other people will join Billy's team. Like, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as pegged oh, as like the we soups think it versus is. the boys. Yeah. I yeah. don't think no, it's, that makes as, sense. I don't think it's as pegged because it, then it seems too obvious. And I think, I, I think that maybe they try to establish like, this is the obviousness. And I think season two is going to be like, now we flip your expectations a yeah. little bit. And I think that's what they did kind of with the show, you know, at the end of the season, not that it like wasn't super obvious, but I, I think what wasn't super obvious to me was why didn't Homelander just kill Billy? That would be so in his character to do that, right? Maybe he does that in the first two seconds of season two. Yeah. Um, oh, but, Billy Butcher? Yeah, but the fact that he, like, kept him alive and brought him to his wife and his his son, you know? Well, I think it's one of those back. things he wants to rub in his face. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like, isn't that, like, That's for him, right for, for a person who's, like, so psychotic like Homelander, it's going to be a lot better and more satisfying for him to show – this character, look, that's your dead wife, and look, that's my son. Right. With your as dead po- wife. Yeah. yeah. Right. As opposed to, like, killing him. Yeah. And then he'll kill him. Then he'll kill him. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe maybe he's, like, maybe the fact that Butcher is spending, expending so much uh, time and energy to get back at Homelander, isn't it more, isn't it more, isn't it better for Homelander to keep him alive and be, like, as a taunt, like, you can't hurt me. Like, yeah. there's he, nothing you can do. Like, he killed, Butcher thought that by killing the Vault Lady. The Vault Lady's name, by the way, is uh, Madeline Stitwell. Stitwell. Mad- by killing Madeline, that that would hurt Homelander, and Homelander's like, "I'll do it." This for is you. how you cannot hurt me. He does it for him. Right. Yeah. But then again, now that Homelander has a son, uh, that's he's another gonna, avenue. Yeah, he's going to go after you to go. Yeah, he's going to go after the hurt. son. And I and to Arjun's point, maybe that's what Huey's like. Okay, this is too insane you're going after a child well we've seen well we've seen the disconnect right huey yeah. and billy separated in the last episode like Bill, uh huey went after to go save frenchie and mother's milk yep and uh billy's like nope i'm hellbent on this revenge mission you know they're they're on their own yep so i i think you know i, I don't i don't think they're just going to come back together naturally i think there is going to be some antagonism and there's a, a sh- there's a, a schism mm. between them christian you have a bold prediction or I don't. I really, not really. Krishna's bold prediction is there are no more bold predictions. I have a bold prediction for Krishna. All right, this will be Krishna's. Krishna's going to end up watching season two. No, I'm going to watch. Of course, I'm going to watch it. (laughs) That's not a prediction. (laughs) You do that. (laughs) (laughs) What a story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kawhi. You are Kawhi. Yeah. Well, I think it's that time, kids. Yeah. All right, I'll start. Ravi was the boys. Good. Yes. What? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, like, I thought it was good. Wait, what? Yeah. No. I thought it was a good show. You were, t- you were dissing it the whole time. Sure, but it still makes me stop and think about superheroes, religion, evil corporations. Like, to Christian's point, the acting, all that may be terrible, but the world building is still something to sit back and think about. Cool. Interesting. So, all right. That's why I liked it. And, and to, to that, I will definitely watch it again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, that's, wow. There you go. Damn. Uh, Christian, was the boys good? Uh, no. So, actually, it's almost like the exact same reasons, but my the end result is flipped. The world building was great. The yep. concept is great. And I'm hopeful for the next season because there's a lot of raw material to work with. There's It's a good cast. Um, it's just that I'm not – I don't trust the writing and the direction that, you know, they use. But the visuals were great. 
um, I just couldn't get past some of the networky elements, like the dialogue sure. and the characterization of some of the ca- most of the characters. <laughs> so we watch it again, like season one. Probably not. No, but you will watch I, season I, two. It depends. If season two and season three are good, and you know, some they correct some of the things that I didn't like, then yeah, I would watch season one again to to tie it all together. But I'm not hopeful. But I am hopeful. It's strange. I'm I'm very conflicted on this show. I'm not hopeful, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. Arjuna, was The Boys good? You know, I started, when I first watched the show, I had one answer. And I thought, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to say this one thing. And I would have said, if you'd asked me right after the show, I would have said, yes, it was good. Wow. But after, after you know, a few days of thinking about it, and even, like, with this with this podcast and talking about it, I've changed my mind. I'm, down, I'm to a no. Because I think the quality, you know, for me, it's was I entertained? Yes, but mm-hmm. it was it a quality show that I could I could truly recommend and say this is good television? No, I can't say that. And because of that, I I have to say it is not good. But I think uh, I think kind of like Christian, but probably more so. You know, I am interested to see what happens with season two. I do think there is some hope. I think they have. They have the pieces to make a good show, and I think with some changes, I think season two could be a very good uh, season. But I can't say at this moment it is good. That was the weirdest answer ever. It's just supposed to be a simple yes or no. Well, I wanted to explain myself to the people. Wait, so what? What was the end result? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's such a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, said no. We went, we went said on a, no. we went on a no. journey, and I, I lost the destination. <laughs> To clarify, Arjuna does not okay. think The Boys is good. Will you watch season one again? No, I will not. You won't? Mm-mm. Mm, interesting. I'm shocked by that answer. Shocked, a, I say. This is a good one. This was a good one. You were Christian trolling us as per normal. Thank you, folks, for <laughs> listening. This was Was It Good? We just reviewed The Boys, Amazon's superhero we should, uh, insane show. The Boys season one. The Boys season one. Yes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good? At uh, on Instagram at was it good BTM on Twitch at was it good, um, yeah, that was that was the show. So goodbye, <laughs> farewell. <laughs>